everyone, you're listening to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. You'll find us on Twitter at Kickers underscore matter. Um, you'll find my handle on there, Steve's handle and Jamie's. Um, if you can like, subscribe, etc., it means a lot to us. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes They're coming the blue from the coat. left. Oh, they tackle him at the 40-yard line. I can't see myself either. I've just realised that. Excellent. Well done, well done, Adam. That's really helped in the recording and already start. Hi, everyone. Welcome along to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. Unusually, for once, I'm not Jack Humphrey introducing this. I'm Steve. <laughs> Jack isn't is tied up at the moment trying to put his daughter to bed. So we must go on. The listeners require it. So um, I'm joined as ever by Jamie Byram. Say hello, Jamie. Evening all, evening all. And guest yet again, I think for the third or fourth time, is Adam Foxcroft um, from the Long Snuffer Pod. Yeah, three, I think. I don't know. Yeah. One generally, with one without. <laughs> normally, normally, once you get to three, it means you have to then become an actual co-host on this thing. So, uh, well, that's what happened on busy. the Long Snapper Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally what happened with me on this. So, um, either way. So, look, we've got... Plenty to get through. I know Jack normally starts with the news, but quite frankly, I can't find my phone. So um, we're going to keep this looking really good. There is a huge amount. Really kind of Melvin Gordon's the main one. Oh yeah, Melvin got banged up, didn't he? Having insisted that he play and convinced the staff to let him play, he then gets injured um, and he's out for a couple of weeks by the looks of things. So um, just in time for the playoffs, fantasy playoffs. Excellent news for fans. (laughs) I've got no Melvin Gordon anywhere, so I'm happy. Good news for Austin Eckler owners. And definitely uh, and Justin Jackson as well. He saw a lot of the carries in the second half. Yeah, and I think it also helps Keenan Allen a bit as well. Just Gordon's a very special running back, so if they haven't got him, they'll have to look at other things. Yeah. Right then, well, that really is the news because I say I can't find my phone to look at look up any more. So um, should we crack on with the week twelve reviews? Yeah, why not? Okay, so let's get cracking with the Bears at the Lions. Jamie, thoughts on the Bears at Lions? It was a bit of a scrappy game, really. I kind of, I was expecting, I was expecting more points. If I'm, if I'm brutally honest, Um, Chase Daniel did quite well. He did what you would expect a backup to do, didn't he? Coming in for Trubisky, and he was very, very solid. He was what two, two thirty odd, and a couple of touchdowns. Didn't make many mistakes, so I don't think they could have asked for much more from him, really. To be fair, I think he's well done better than game, many. I think he's done better than many. There's been plenty of backup quarterbacks that have come into the league, into the games this year, and he did a hell of a lot better than many of them have shown. That's for sure. No, definitely. You quite, you quite often see that where a, an opposition won't necessarily prepare for the backup. They won't yeah. see much, much game game tape of him. Um, Chicago seems. I mean, we nobody's saying Trubisky's the greatest quarterback in the NFL, so he might not be the biggest loss for them. Mm. But they've shown they can win with somebody else. Um, it 
yeah, as you say, it was a bit scrappy, but you know, relatively convincing, I guess. You know, and their defense is going to keep them in every single game they're they're playing in. Exactly. Yeah, they they had a very very short turnaround as well, and for the defense to turn up, especially big late in the game, was yeah, very yeah. very impressive. I, I, just quickly about Chicago, I was very very surprised that they they basically just gave up on the running game. Yeah, it's bizarre. 15, 15 attempts. I think Jordan Howard had seven for 13 yards and Cohen had three for 14. That was it. Just It confused me. It, it was unbalanced, that's for sure. Um, and then when you look at the Lions side of the ball, actually, they seem to be playing better, off, they seem to be playing better offense in the game. Yeah, lost. Yeah. <laughs> Quite simply, they seem to be better. I mean, Blunt had... A ridiculous game since he was averaging <laughs> basically two yards a carry until then and then two touchdowns but then he got a few a bit more yardage in the end but other than touchdowns he's really not an option is he no um I, who have the the lions have got next who have they got they've got someone tough haven't they um they oh, have the lions have got the rams next yeah so i i, I don't think I think the Garrett Blunt is is if you if you're going to play him, it's a desperation play really next week. Well, the, well, the Rams uh, run D is absolutely shocking. So if if, if he's, they're going to have any chance, it'll be it, it will be against the Rams. But I can't see it myself in that one. No, but Stafford struggled struggled in this game. Two interceptions, no touchdowns. Um, it's not kind of what you expect to see from Matt Stafford on Thanksgiving. He usually ball he usually balls out. That's true, actually. And uh, the Lions will, would always be whipping boys if you go back to, well yeah. before he was drafted. I still can't chew my brain into believing that they're competitive on Thanksgiving, <laughs> but, but they have been lately, haven't they? It's... I think I think four of the last five before before this Thanksgiving, Stafford with Stafford um, under centre, they'd won something like that. I think. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, he's got he's got right. a very good Thanksgiving record, Matty. Matty has. Um, he's not looked quite himself this year, but. I think that's a lot down to what the pieces around him really as much as anything else. Okay, uh, should we move on? As we've talked quite a long time about a game that was pretty average. <laughs> anyway, so, um, so Redskins at Cowboys. You've listened next to the Log Sapper podcast, I assume. You know? Oh yeah, all the time. Mate. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk for half an hour on just going down some rabbit hole about the first thing on the running order, and then. Mate, that sounds like my kind of podcast. I love that kind of stuff. Just literally <laughs> go straight off and just talk about something else and then come back to it. Perfect. Which is why Jack asked me to do uh, <laughs> when, uh, when he can't make it. Oh, I, can, I, can, I can fully understand that. We'd still be doing the intro if it were me, mate. Let's be brutally honest. Yeah, okay. um, let's, on, let's, Redskins and Cowboys. Yeah, Skins uh, 23, Cowboys 31. Um, Colt McCoy... Again, kind of came in, did what you kind of thought a backup would do. He was two sixty-eight for two, but had three interceptions that didn't really help. AP struggled as expected. He had twelve carries for thirty-five yards. Um, the, I think the positive note of having Colt McCoy in for Washington is Jordan Reed, and Jordan Reed is a must-start tight end for me for the rest of the season. And do you know what, Vernon Davis is—he was two for seventy-three and a touch. He'll be involved. Colt McCoy loves his tight ends. So they would be the only two kind of Washington tight end receivers that I would trust for the rest of the season. Um, Cowboy side of things, Dak, solid. 
very solid, which is surprising with Dak. He's played well the last couple of weeks. He was 289 and 2. Zeke doing what Zeke does, really. just He's, he's, he's phenomenal. Uh, 121 yards and one touchdown. And Amari Cooper, wow, did he have a day or what? Uh, eight, eight receptions for 180 yards and two touchdowns. And uh, some very, very nice-looking route running for that I saw. Um, in the end, McCoy didn't play awfully. Cooper balled out. Zeke did what Zeke does. Dak played well. Interesting for me that Gallup saw a joint second high, well, the joint second on team targets with six targets. So maybe they're trying to get the rookie involved a bit more now. That um, time so maybe, of year, isn't it, when teams who've got rookie receivers start to kind of try and start feeding them the ball a bit. So exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's. Uh, Cowboys take take the uh, take the win on Thanksgiving. Good stuff, right? Uh, Jags at Bills. <laughs> Can I do a Jack? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's even better. Oh, I, I mean, really believe that one as well. Yeah, like, Jack just sounds slightly artificial. Yours is very believable. Oh, Jack's pretty believable with his his laughter at the Eagles. Let's face it. Um, this, I mean, it what a ridiculous game in a lot of ways I mean Buffalo had a convincing ish 14 point lead um the Jags came back into it 14 points apiece um obviously there was kind of a, a big moment that affected this game <laughs> which I guess you'd just call the the idiocy of um Fournette uh, what had what preceded that was one of those fail Mary type um touchdown grabs it was Moncrief who refused to let go of the ball um, clinging it for dear life. Um, he did have he did, for like five minutes. Hug, yeah. hug, hugging each other. How many whistles need to be blown before they That's let go? Right. Exactly. Um, but the TD was taken off the board. The reception wasn't. But then obviously Fournette getting ejected. What do the Jags need to do when they've got the ball on the Buffalo one yard line? Hand it to the back who's been dominating that yeah. game. Except he wasn't there. They then got driven back to sort of the 15, 20-yard line, missed the field goal, and the rest kind of wrote itself. Um, yeah, I mean, Fournette had had a decent game up to that point, 95 yards, two touchdowns. Um, however, Josh Allen ended up rushing for more yards himself than Leonard Fournette with his 99 yards. Did you see the Bills' Twitter account? Yes. No, I oh, how good was that? Oh, um, yeah, Jalen Ramsey put a tweet out around the time Josh Allen was drafted and there was like a little shot of him throwing some passes in minicamp or whatever and he said, that's a pick waiting to happen. Um, Buffalo would obviously bookmark that tweet <laughs> and uh, this aged well, didn't it? Yeah, it, 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 it didn't go very well for him. But uh, do you know, do you, am I right in thinking that Josh Allen also, when he scored his... Rushing touchdown did the Jalen Ramsey celebration. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, he is. Josh Allen has now just gone like ten steps higher in my admiration for him for doing that. I yeah. love Josh yeah. Allen. He's, 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 he's gonna throw you thirty picks a year, but boy, is he fun to watch. And doing shit like that just really, really yeah. endears him to me even but, more. But fair play to Ramsey. At the end of the game, he went up to Josh Allen, gave him a tap on the head, and like a well done. So, fair play to him for that. Fair enough. Sure, he just wasn't trying to lay Leonard Fournette. Let's use my bare fist to punch a football helmet. How stupid do you have to be? Oh, it's uh, it's incredible, isn't it? Uh, just w watching that. And th did you also see how you know, the two players got 
ejected and ended up walking down the tunnel at the same time yeah. with yeah. inevitable results. Yeah. <laughs> it's just pansy-ass kind of slapping, in it, going on in that sort oh, of scenario. Right then, let's move on to the Raiders at the Ravens. The Raiders 17, the Ravens 34. Convincing win for the Ravens, but a funny game plan for them. After last week, Lamar Jackson running kind of like 300 times, um, they try, I think they're trying to make a point in this one by trying to keep him like passing the ball for the first quarter to, yeah, to average success. Um, as soon as they start going back to the run game, funnily enough, not only does Jackson start running along, but Gus the Bus starts oh, running. Yes. An absolute massive day. 118 yards for him. Jackson, um, 178 yards in the air, one passing touchdown, two, uh, two interceptions. But Jackson, yet again, 71 yards on the ground, another touchdown on the ground. Lamar Jackson is a very, very serious fantasy football play every week now uh, that he's in for the Ravens. He's just going to, he's not going to get you much in yards, but he's going to be scoring points on the ground, which is huge. Yeah. Um, he's just like a Cam Newton in that sense, in terms of what, of what he's going to bring. Um, on the Raiders' side of the ball, oh, they're, they're awful. They're, they're just <laughs> bad. Um, the only thing I'm going to mention in this is uh, Marcel Aitman. They're, they're, they're absolutely decimated at the receiver position. And Marcel Aitman saw 10 targets, which is considerably the yeah. highest on the slot. I mean, he only caught three of them. So he's, he's obviously got rock hands. But um, it's one to watch in very, very deep leagues. If you're looking for someone to stick on a bench, someone who might start to kind of be brought into the game a bit, they're certainly trying to target him at the very least. But quite frankly, I can't get excited about anything the Raiders are in. And everyone should beat them. They will beat them. And they're awful. I've got one point to say about the Raiders, about this game. One thing, and this is a very, very bold statement. In the Raiders game, you saw a catch which was better than Odell Beckham's catch. This is the drag. Oh, Jared Jared Cook. Jared Cook's catch is the best catch I have ever seen. Literally, it is his footwork, the fact he managed to twist and get it. Just all awkward, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the best catch I've ever seen. Better than Odell's. And people can come at me all you want, Sam. Jack probably will. Jack probably will. <laughs> I'm waiting for of that. Of course Jack will. But quite frankly, it might have been a great catch. But it can't have been nothing. The Raiders are trash. Move on. Oh, yes. Uh, Seahawks at Panthers. So, um, well, Christian McCaffrey in it. Anyone got, want to talk about anyone else from this game? <laughs> I'll let you guys talk about Christian McCaffrey. You go for well, it. Well, he didn't win. No, exactly. It was all, just... it was all wasted. Yeah, but we're fantasy well, football podcast. Fantasy football-wise, it was fantasy football podcast. It was, for fantasy football, Christian McCaffrey solely basically won you your week, probably, if you had him. And thank God Jack's not recording this, because he'd be reminding us that we didn't pick him in the... We put uh, Joe Mixon ahead of him in the vampire thing, so... Uh, uh, yeah, but he I'm never mentions that, does he? Um, if you want to talk about amazing catch by Jared Cook, I've got to talk about Chris Carson and his amazing piece of athleticism. Wow, that was with the most ridiculous yeah. spin and jump that you've ever seen in your life. Have you he seen got that? He hit in midair though, which kind of helped it. I th- yeah, I think. but, but he, he it gave him a bit like, more momentum. Like a cat, he landed it and carried on. on. Yeah, he stuck the landing and then went for another like five, six yards. It was unbelievable. Um, Again, on the Seahawks side, some, some some decent wide receiver play. Tyler Lockett and David Moore, both over 100 yards, both with a touchdown. Um, they're very big play dependent, those two. Um, but don't bother with just the Seahawks to get to the game, nutshell. can he? Yeah, yeah, it is the Seahawks. Tyler Lockett is, is a criminally underrated wide receiver. 
for me. I I, I think he is he's 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 brilliant. And I it might be, other people probably think he's just a bog standard, but I'll tell you one thing: if he gets if if he can get to a team, if he ends up being a number one somewhere, he will shine. Oh, I don't disagree with the, the problem for like with anything when you're looking at fantasy is. Does he get the volume? Like, so he had a big game this time, but he only had, he caught he had five targets. He caught them all. Yeah. But five targets isn't a consistent enough amount for me to be really comfortable sticking him in my lineup week in week out. No, no, I can I can see your point on that, mate. That's fair enough. That is fair enough. And Super yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah, boy, he's good. Boy, boy, is he playing some good ball right now? He really is. Okay, moving on. Uh, sorry, Jamie. Fal- right. The Falcons at the Saints. Falcons 17, Saints 31. Uh, this was fully expected. Um, anyone who said they thought the Falcons were going to win was lying through their teeth. Um, the, the thing that I got from this was you cannot beat the Saints in the Superdome if you fumble three times when you were most probably going to get 21 points from those three possessions. You just can't do it. You have to play a perfect game. The Falcons didn't. Matt Ryan, again, it played very, very well. Three, 377 and two with one interception. Um, Kevin Coleman did absolutely bugger all on the ground. The Saints' run D is very, very good. Um, but he got got, uh, got you a touchdown in uh, the receiving game. Julio, uh, 147 yards. Um, it's just Julio being Julio, let's be brutally honest. Um, Drew Brees. He didn't throw the ball very much. <laughs> 17, uh, 17 completions, but four of those were for touchdowns uh, to four guys that you've never heard heard before, basically. Uh, Arnold Lewis, Austin Carr and Kirkwood. And I think at least three of them were their first ever touchdowns. And I think Lewis was picked up off the street, or not picked off the street, was signed for, uh, upgraded from the practice squad the day before. So... I think Drew Brees, Drew Brees is just amazing. He can turn it on and turn it off whenever he feels he, he's he's just good. Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, they were quiet games for both of them. Kamara, eighty-nine yards, and Ingram had fifty-two. Um, Falcons didn't help themselves, but Saints basically kind of cruised it. If I'm honest, I would have liked to see them uh, the, the Saints properly sweat a bit. And I think if we didn't have the three fumbles, then they would have had a real game on their hands. Um, and the Saints aren't winning the Super Bowl. Ooh, bold claim. Said it, uh, said it for a while. Cardinals at Chargers. Yeah, this this is well, Arizona ten, LA Chargers forty five. You know when Man City are playing at home and they're playing someone like Fulham or West Brom, and yeah. then West Brom score within like five minutes, and you think, oh, but you know what's coming. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That 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 was this game. Larry Fitz had the early touchdown, but that was about it. Um, some woeful numbers from the Cardinals' offense in the end. Um, 149 total yards. Yeah, and 73 um, of them were scored on the first drive. So yeah. that shows yeah. you how they had. On the on the Chargers side, I mean, you we mentioned we mentioned Melvin Gordon. Um, oh, they all look good. It was a bit spread around for as far as fantasy was concerned, but. Um, obviously, Gordon touchdowns. Mike Williams, he looked good. Um, a couple of very nice-looking catches there. Philip Rivers started with 25 straight completions. That was a, a stat that stood out, um, which 
will never not be impressive. He only had one incompletion the entire day. In fact, it went so well that we saw Geno Smith late on. Um, that probably four, tells you. Huh? Sorry? He played the whole fourth quarter. I think yeah, I mean, he wasn't much that was asked of him, <laughs> um, as is the way in these situations. But yeah, the, it wasn't a contest from about two minutes into the second quarter onwards. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, I've got the Browns at the Bengals. Browns 35, Bengals 20. And for a 15-point win, this game could this game that's it's not even that close. It was an absolute decimation. Um, my favourite part of this game wasn't any player, although I'll come on to one that I did like. It was the absolute amazing trolling of uh, Demarius Randall having taken the interception, <laughs> then going straight over to Hugh Jackson on the sideline, who's on the Bengals sideline now as a defensive assistant, and just giving him the ball. And the most amazing thing is Hugh Jackson actually accepted it and kind of patted him on his helmet. Yeah. It's like I said, oh, yeah, well done, mate. Great, great, great pick as if he'd forgotten what team he was was currently working for. Remarkable. Um, The Bengals, before I get on to how good the Browns look, the Bengals, wow, they are bad. Who knew that AJ Green was so important to a franchise? It is is remarkable. Yeah. Um, Andy Dalton, 100 yards. Jeff Driscoll coming in, getting 155 passing yards for a touchdown, and maybe even playing himself into uh, the starting position is frankly amazing. The only positives were Joe Mixon had a better day than he has done over the last few weeks, and Tyler Boyd, 85 yards, one touchdown. But he's not the same player without without Green there to kind of support him. and John Ross continues to get touchdowns, but considering he's such a burner, he's getting them all within like four yards of the uh, of the end zone. So going on to the Browns, though, the Browns look very, very good. Freddie Kitchens is doing a great job on the offense there. Baker Mayfield, 258 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Nick Chubb, you can see why they try why John Dorsey just binned off uh, Carlos Hyde to ensure that Chubb could get could get the action. 84 yeah. yards on the ground, one touchdown. 44 yards in the air, one touchdown. That's pretty good going for a guy that people thought were, thought wasn't good enough. Um, a couple of randoms, Antonio Callaway and Darren Fells getting a touchdown. But did you guys see the David and Joku touchdown? It was a where he literally crowd surfed into the end zone. It was brilliant. Oh Absolutely. yes, yeah, yeah. He, he well, he dived too early. He was he diving dived, for the end zone. He was about, eight, he was about nine <laughs> yards out when he, he went for the dive, and so and then he was just literally lumbered over, carried over the thing. It was amazing, wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Love stuff like that. Right then, uh, oh, as Jack isn't here, it's such a shame for him. He's going to miss out on this. The Giants at the Eagles. Ah, I'm sorry. I just felt I felt like I had to do that. I, I, I don't know where it came from. I felt like so, I had to do that. I'm sorry, Jack. I'm very, very sorry. Yeah, I, I imagine Jack would try and focus on the fact that Saquon Barkley's the greatest running back to ever play the game. I'm sure that's the way Jack's going to play this one. And, and he'd look good. <laughs> he did look very good. Oh, yeah, he does look really, really good. Um, they just didn't use him in the second half. No, I mean, he's got a similar stat line other than the touchdown to Sony Michelle. So, yeah, fine. Yeah, that's, that's why you pick him second overall. Um... <laughs> No, to be fair, Barkley's very, very good. Um, and to be fair, Eli, other than a bit of noodle arming near the end, isn't looking horrendous. Um, 
He's coming back next year. Yeah, he's played himself back into coming back just to piss off all Giants fans everywhere. They've finally started to give up on him. Let's be brutally honest. If the Giants had the option of picking a QB in this year's draft and uh, for, for, uh, or keeping Eli next year and drafting a QB in the 2020 draft, they'd be silly not to want Eli and then go for the 2020 because there are some good QBs co- potentially coming out then. Well, yeah, the, the 2020 class is looking is looking good already and there's rumours that Herbert might, might stay back and he's probably the best of, of the 19 lot at the moment. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there because there's some very QB needy teams out there and I'm concerned that the Patriots are going to have to go for one as well this year and it's not looking great. Um, just moving on to the Eagles, actually. I know I know they, they got the win in the end, but they're still not looking like a particularly... They're good. not looking like they're, like they're not looking good. No. Um, Carson Wentz just isn't playing at the same level. Um, the only kind of bright spot is Josh Adams seems to be... Um, coming to the fore as, as the lead rusher there. So he, he had 22 attempts yesterday, 84 yards, one touchdown. Again, his, his, his distance isn't great at 3.8 yards a, car, uh, a carry, but if he's trying to get him into the game. If he's on the waiver wire on any league, just go and get him. He is, he, he's their workhorse. Yeah. And he's shown it in that. And they used him a lot in the start of the second half when they were down. So they, they seem to, to want to get him the ball, which is good. And they also Doug Peterson's come out after the game and said they want to get him involved even more. Um, so I don't quite know what that looks like because he had pretty much all their all their running, rushing attempts anyway. But um, the only other the only other big play that you keep getting out of the Eagles is Zach Ertz. Really, you can rely on him every week to be involved. So um, that's about it. Well, I'll say one thing about the Philadelphia uh, receiving corps is that Golden Tate has really really screwed it up. He's massively screwed up because Jeffrey, the last couple of since Tate has come in, he's just looked. He's not getting the targets. He had three targets in this game, and he's their number one wide receiver. I know he's probably the number two target, but Golden Tate got nearly three times as many targets and less yardage. It doesn't. I make didn't it. didn't understand that trade. I, don't, no. I understand it even less now. Yeah, it's, it's it was a it was a confusing one. And it's 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 yeah it it as you say it just doesn't make sense. No, it's um. For as, as side, knows, we talked about the lions lions earlier. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I love Golden Tate. He's one of my favourite receivers because I love what he does. But it, it, it's it's not a good landing spot for him. It's, it doesn't help the Eagles. It doesn't help the Lions right now. It's just a funny move that's kind of benefiting nobody, <laughs> which um, is odd. Normally, there's someone who wins in a trade, and I don't think I think all three parties in that have lost out. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird. One. Did you guys hear what um, Odell Beckham had to say about the um, the game plan? Yeah, that was pretty. How brutal. do you how do you not go after the 19th string cornerbacks and safeties for Philadelphia that they've literally just signed from the supermarket the morning the morning of the game? How do you not go after them? Yeah, I, I just I think it just. Ties into this that Odell's not happy is not happy in New York. I know he signed the contract, but I think that's as much financial and to to make him tradable as much as anything else. Um, I, I it wouldn't surprise me if Odell is not on the Giants next year. Oh, that's, uh, that's a take. That's an interesting one. I, I, I just think their offense is Saquon Barkley. They're they're investing heavily yeah. there. 
I just they've they've got other receiver options. I, I, it just wouldn't surprise me if they let Odell go if so they can get some decent collateral for him. They, they they need to fix the obvious bits in their offense um, that Jack's been talking about all year. Yeah, um, that's that's what they need to do. I mean, it's not obviously not not easy. Whether whether that's yeah, if they've got the draft, they'll have free agency. They might they might need to trade for someone big. Uh, I, I can't see if if what you're saying earlier about waiting for 2020 and the QBs in that class. I can't see Odell sticking around that long waiting for that. No, no, no. no. I do you think you can get two firsts for him over two years, something like that, uh, which builds his team for the future? Yeah, it would absolutely sort them out because their problems are not one stud receiver. Their problems are deep. They're no, deep. but he's such a stud. It's like it's like the Khalil Mack thing. You know, yeah. if there, there are certain players that you've you've got to think twice, three times more if if you're going to trade them, regardless of of what your needs are. Um, uh, yeah, but they've also got a stud running back now, which they've already heavily invested. In. He's the fourth highest paid running back in the league, and he's on his rookie contract. At some point, you're going to have to pay him again. On top of that, I just feel like Odell Odell could be tradable. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that sign, him signing an extension to his contract means he assures him in New York. I think, if anything, it makes him more tradable because everyone now knows what they're going to have to pay for him. Yeah. I've got, I've got an interesting one for you here on, on, on a landing spot for Odell. Just thought about this. I've got, you've got the teams at the top of my head that, if I'm right in thinking, Indianapolis and Houston are two of the teams that have got the most cap space next year. Just imagine if Indianapolis go after Lev Bell and then go after OBJ and offer T.Y. Hilton and some draft picks for OBJ. Imagine. With Andrew Luck. I, d- I don't want to imagine that. That would be amazing. Yeah, I do. I do. In my <laughs> division, no thank you. Oh, but he, come on. From a perspective... I tell you what, what place he won't go is Houston. They're, they're, there's no way they'd bring OBJ in when no. they've already got Nuke. They, they no. just wouldn't upset that after cart. But, I um... would, I, Indy would make it would be interesting. But with T.Y. Hilton, would you not say the same, same thing? I don't know. But is 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 OBJ an, an upgrade on Ty, or do they just well, go yes, after? Do it's... they or do they just go after OBJ and offer two firsts? Who yeah, knows? I, I, they've got they've got over hundred million in cap room for next year, so to play with. So yeah, they can afford it. Right, let's move on from the hypothetical OBJ trade that's, <laughs> that will or won't happen. Let's look at the uh, 49ers at the Bucks. The uh, 49ers 9, the Buccaneers 27. Um, this is something you're not going to hear, I don't think, ever again. Jameis Winston, zero turnovers. Wow. <laughs> he looked I, good. He looked he, comfortable. He did. He looked very yeah, nice. Third quarter of next week, Fitz will be back in. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, without a shadow of a doubt, because that's just how it works down there. It's mad. They, they, they don't make any sense down there. They, they, it's, it's a bit, bit of a weird one. Uh, but yeah, Winston was three, three, 312 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Peyton Barber's playing all right. He's he's not going to, if you're if you starting him in fantasy, he's not going to kill your team. Um, and uh, he had 47 yards and a touchdown. Evans, uh, Evans got 116 yards off six receptions. And whenever Winston's in the game, you just start Evans everywhere. He's amazing. Um, Adam Humphreys popped up again for another touchdown. Six receptions for 54 yards. And Cameron Bray is a top 12 tight end going forward because Winston loves him. Uh, going on to the 49ers. 
God, they looked horrible. The only bright spots were Matt Breeder, who was uh, 14 for 106 and 34 in the, in the air, and Dante Pettis, uh, 4 for 77 and a touch. Um, Pettis might be worth a, a, a pick-up on the wave wire if he's there, if Garcon is still out next week. Uh, he played more in the slot, obviously, with Garcon out, and seeing as Mullins doesn't really have a great arm that can go deep, uh, Pettis should be able to be utilised well there. Um, in the end, the crappy 49ers got beaten by the slightly less crappy Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right. Before we move on to the next game, we probably should acknowledge that uh, Jack has now finally uh, got his daughter off to sleep, so he can now take part. Hey, mate. We've already covered off the Giants at the Eagles, so tough. You're gonna have to listen back to find out what oh. we said about your. your oh, you're, New York you're, you are gonna love that, Jack. There's an interesting chat about um, some <laughs> of your players. Bad. Anyway, we'll move on though. Uh, Dolphins at Colts. <laughs> Cheers. Dolphins, Dolphins at Colts. <laughs> uh, Miami 24, Indianapolis 27. A, a last second Adam Vinatieri field goal. Should have been much easier for the Colts, really. But as it happened, they ended up being 10 points behind in the third quarter. Needed needed to rally. Needed that, that field goal from Vinatieri. Um, also, there aren't many games that have three turnovers in three plays. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. Absolutely ridiculous. It didn't really affect anything about the game. It was all at, at the end of the first half. Neither team scored off the back of them. It was um, pick, fumble, pick, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only way you could have had the same guy throwing two picks in quick succession would have been if the first pick return was fumbled and recovered by them. Um, <laughs> I, Ryan Tannehill, um, I've never, I've never particularly liked him, but he did nothing wrong whatsoever in this game. Kept Miami in in the game didn't you know didn't turn the ball over um but Andrew Luck is too clutch the Colts are on an absolute tear um who who's who's done the damage Marlon Mack 85 yards rushing Hilton 125 yards but the TDs were their two tight ends Eric Ebron nothing last week um (laughs) a couple of touchdowns this time Jamie Jamie's little Eric Ebron (laughs) there you go um (laughs) Miami, Kenyon Drake, a couple of TDs. And yeah, I mean, that's it really. The Colts, watch out for them. I hate to say it and I really hate to say it. Um, I've got a bit of news that might cheer you up actually, Adam. Andrew (laughs) Luck's been traded. (laughs) Ben McAdoo has been spotted in a Jacksonville airport. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention the uh, Nathaniel Hackett's been set, has been fired as the offensive coordinator at the Jags. So we're now yeah. saying that Ben McAdoo's going in there. Yeah, that, che- that, that cheered McAdoo. me up when I saw it. <laughs> McAdoo recommended that's, by uh, Flowers. Well, they 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 are zero seven since they've signed that Eric Flowers. Coincidence? <laughs> oh. <or> what? <laughs> maybe he's missed Ben McAdoo too much. Yeah, maybe so that's been the problem. <laughs> Right then, Jack has your back. Do you want to do your st- the Steelers at the Broncos? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Uh, no, he puts it. Oh, 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 even better news for you here, Adam. Jags have just named Cody Kessler as their starter. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, that's an upgrade on Bortles. Well, no, it, no, it, it is. It, it is. is. <laughs> but it, it's, I assume that. I assume that's just a coaching decision. There's no injury or anything. I mean, oh, no, Jamie's right. It is. <laughs> He's um, an upgrade. It is, yeah. I, I don't think Kessler's actually too bad from what I've seen of him. He's a solid Browns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so you want me to do the Steelers at Denver? 
Yes, please. Uh, yeah, why not, as you're here? Otherwise, you well, might as well just sod off again. Yeah. Uh, not going to lie. Um, I didn't see a lot of the game just there because I was hanging. But um... <laughs> <laughs> I, well, That's um... why people come for this pod is the uh, high-quality uh, insight. I, like went that, to, we can help. Uh, I went to a charity boxing event and I'd won too many. And then I decided to work on Sunday, so that was really fun. Um, when you say right. one too many, you presumably mean about seven too many. Yeah, seven pitchers. Seven pitchers. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, Pittsburgh at Denver. So Pittsburgh 17, Denver 24. Um, Pittsburgh lay a goose egg as they normally do um, every now and then. Uh, Case Keenum would look good in this game from what I saw. Um, didn't really do a lot wrong. 197 yards, two touchdowns. Not going to kill you in fantasy. Philip Lindsay, uh, 110 rushing yards and one touchdown. He is, he, I'll tell you what, I, I said it the other week, he is one angry. I was dude. literally about really? to say, he is in the face of every single def- uh, lineman who's going near him. He's giving him smack and every. It's funny. It's hilarious yeah, to watch. He's after every single run as well. He's literally yeah. chirping at everyone. After, he, he, he's, he's the offensive uh, Jalen Ramsey, isn't he? He's just constantly yeah. yakking yeah. away the whole time. <laughs> um, I, I love that. The offensive Jalen Ramsey, like Jalen <laughs> Ramsey, isn't offensive. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, well, bend, bend. Let's put it that way in this game. So, um, probably didn't kill your fantasy day, but 462 passing yards, one touchdown, but two interceptions. Um, like I say, bend, bend. So, uh, a lot of yards in a defeat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I think a lot of that comes in garbage, though, with Ben, well, doesn't he, it? He, had 40, he attempted 56 passes, and he's had, like, over 40, 46 or whatever it is for the last three last three weeks or something like that. He's thrown the ball a lot. Well, that probably explains James Connor's dud two weeks in fantasy then, really. Um, just in this game, rushing for, uh, 53 rushing yards. Um, huge zero. fumble. Yeah. He hasn't Acid. looked good the last two weeks. No, he, he, he hasn't looked good at all. But quickly, mate, just what I want to say, revenge game, Emmanuel Sanders, he hates the Steelers and he played well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And I was using him yesterday, so that was nice. Um Lovely. Lovely. Juju, 189 receiving yards, one touchdown. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think uh, one of them come off one play pretty much. Didn't it? Was it 93 yards? Or something? Not yet. Yeah. Not, not 90, 97 yards yeah. and a lovely little stiff arm as well. Oh, it was um, a lovely stiff arm at the end of that. You'd thought he'd be knackered at that point, but he'd absolutely laid him out. Juju uh, cost, cost me money last night. That's I, all I've got on it, boys, unless you've got anything else on that one. But um, yeah, Ben Bend and the Steelers do what they normally do every now and then, like I say, they put up a little goose egg. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan Switzer is, seems to be getting more involved. That's yeah. one thing I'll say for the Steelers. So you had eight targets and Antonio, it's, Antonio and Big Ben didn't work up, don't look like they're on the same page for some, some place, which is a bit concerning to see. Yeah. Get Chris Boswell in there. He's got a passer rating of 158, I think. <laughs> yeah. Great, great pass. <laughs> All two yards of it. Um, yeah. Right, let's move on to the Patriots at the Jets. Patriots 27, Jets 13. Um, the perfect bounce back game for the Patriots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we couldn't want anything uh, better than having... Well, sorry, we won't talk about how, how we finished um, into the into the bar week, shall we? No need to mention <laughs> that again. Um, um, I'm on a week too late, really, aren't I? Yeah, yeah exactly. We, we, it was deliberate. Uh, <laughs> but it, to me, this is about... New England having a really strong run run game. Uh, Sony Michelle, 133 yards, one touchdown. James White as well actually used 
on the ground rather than um, through the air. Unusually, in fact, actually the, the passing game to White didn't look very good at all. Um, Edelman, 84 yards, one touchdown. He's an absolute warrior. He took an absolute nasty hit on his elbow, but he still seems to come back. And Gronk finally back. And okay, 56 yards ain't that exciting, but one touchdown in this tight end uh, yeah, mess this year. That's, that's a really strong scoring week for a tight end. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Jets. Well, can't get excited about these Jets in any shape or form. Um, Josh McCown, 276 yards, one TD, one interception. Basically, no run game whatsoever from them. Um, Jermaine Kirst got 12 targets for 66 yards and a touchdown. And we've mentioned him a lot on the pod is Chris Herndon. Um, he, he's still seeing a lot of targets, but he's very, yeah. very touchdown dependent. So he didn't get one this week. So those eight targets don't really mean much, but he's one you've got to keep an eye on because he he's seeing the volume. Um, but otherwise, comfortable win for the Patriots. And we move. We're on to Minnesota. Happy days. Uh, right, final game. Talking about Minnesota, um, the Packers at the Vikings. The uh, Green Bay Packers 17, the Minnesota Vikings 24. The Packers are what we said they were three weeks ago when we canned them. They are overrated and they suck. Yeah, McCarthy might have something to do with that. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I... Uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't look good at all, but he'll get all of the excuses in the world because he's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, 198 yards and a touchdown. Um, Aaron Jones got a 72 yards and a touchdown at 4.2 a clip against Minnesota, the Vikings defense, which was quite nice and quite good, actually. And Devontae Adams doing what Devontae Adams did. He scored a touchdown again. And Grimmie, uh, Jimmy Graham doing what Jimmy Graham does, doing absolutely bugger all. Um, you can, you can um, dump him. Jimmy yeah, 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 yeah. You can. There. I would rather stream Herndon over Jimmy Graham. Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. And talking about dumping players, you can get rid of Valdez Scantling. Yep, he went missing again. Um, just confusing, seeing as Cobb was out as well. You you kind of expected him to have a slightly better game, and absolutely bugger all. Um, is there a kicker controversy in uh, in Minnesota? Seeing as Dan Bailey seems to love missing a couple of kicks here, there, and everywhere. Um, he missed, uh, I think he missed two uh, last night, um, and I'm just interested to see if he's still going to be there next year. Uh, Kirk Cousins on the other side of the ball, very, very solid, 29 for 38, uh, or 342 and three touchdowns. Uh, Dalvin Cook didn't look great out, the, out kind of running the ball, but looked good out the backfield, um, and he got a nice touchdown there. And Thielen and Diggs are just both, they're elite. They're just, I think they're potentially probably the, the best wide receiver pairing in the league for me. I tell you uh, what, well, I think you can dump Carl Rudolph. I know oh, he had yeah. 63 receiving yards in this game. That's probably his best all season, to be honest. Um, yeah. He's been, I thought he'd be a lot better. I had a lot of high hopes for Carl Rudolph with Kirk well, Cousins. Kirk Cousins has traditionally liked his tight end. Yeah. So the fact he's not going, leading on Rudolph is surprising. Yeah, it, it, yeah. We, kind of, we all thought Rudolph would would do okay. Kind of with Rudolph, you kind of expect nine points maybe in PPR, um, but he's kind of he's fallen below that quite a few times this year. Um, Diggs, just quickly again, Diggs out targeted Adam, Adam Thielen again, but Thielen got more yards and then both got a touchdown. Um, Vikings looked looked pretty good in this. The Packers just a crap. Okay, so that rounds up the weekly review. Yep, once again, everyone. So if you go to sportssabermetrics.net, type in the promo code, because matter, all lowercase, 
you'll get 15% off premium membership. It's a great little product. I've been testing it out myself the last couple of hours. A must have for any sort of fantasy player. Um, gives you so many stats on there, start sits, etc. Awesome product. So that's once again, that's sportssabermetrics.net. Promo code kickers matter, all lowercase. Right then, it's now time for the main reason we get Adam on is not for his insight and his uh, fantastic uh, understanding of the NFL. <laughs> it's for the fact that he can be asked to um, write quizzes. So, do, a, um, do a proper quiz and don't, yeah, do a proper quiz don't include two AMC teams. <laughs> um, so Adam, we'll, we'll hand over to you. We've got no idea what this one's about. So um, yeah, what have you got for us? Oh, yeah. I like the, ele- the element of surprise, but um, after... You know, it gets hard after a while. You end up rehashing things you've done before, and this is this is that. It's an old favourite. Um, you won't have done this. Uh, it's it's journeymen and oh, uh, God. quarterbacks oh, no. in particular. Right. Um, if I, I'm going to set a timer on this of seven minutes. Does that sound all right? It can be shorter if you like, or it can be a bit longer. Yeah, um, seven's fine. Seven's fine. Seven minutes. Um, you're going to be on the buzzer, and. Your buzzers are exactly the sound of you saying your own names. Um, you may have heard that on the Long Snapper podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, you will need, I will give you a, a span of a career in years. Um, and then I will read the teams in order that the quarterback played for. You can buzz in whenever you like. Uh, but if you get it wrong, you'll be frozen out of that question and then others can buzz in. Right. Um, so yeah, I, just to be clear, it won't include any sort of practice squad or pre-season appearances, um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the player started for that team. So it's been on a full roster. Um, okay. It will make it will make sense, hopefully, yeah. when I when I sounds, get into it. Sounds good. Let me um, just Google up. <laughs> <laughs> and how, I don't how, know what, how, how you'd Google for this to make this oh, one yeah, work. Jesus. How, how recent are we going? Are we uh, going it's, uh, like most, mostly recent. Mostly recent. Yeah, no, I'm not... <laughs> Don't name names that may come up. Uh, <laughs> give the others help. <laughs> right, I am going to start. I'll start my little timer. And the first one, 2005 to present. Oh, and the teams are <laughs> St. Louis, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Tennessee, Houston. New York Jets, Tampa Bay. Jack. Jack. Oh, this is, I guess, I'm just Josh McCown. No, incorrect. It's, it's uh, Steve. Yeah. Fitzmagic. It is Fitzmagic. Oh. Um, there, we're off, off and running. 2004 to present, the next one. Atlanta. Matt Schaub. Oh, Jamie Matt Schaub. Wow. <laughs> correct. <laughs> That was quite impressive. I know, we um, drafted him like the second or third round. Oh, uh, yeah, they see the, the knowledge of the drafts may help. <laughs> okay, 1998 to 2015, this oh. next one. Green Bay, Seattle, Tennessee, Indianapolis. Jamie, Seneca oh. Wallace. Incorrect. Ah! Oh, he's Jack. not that old. Damn Jack, Jack. yeah. Is it Hasselbeck? It is Hasselbeck. Oh, it is Hasselbeck. Nice. <laughs> so you've, you've got a point each, all three of you. Ooh. Next one, 1998 to 2009. Oh, God. 
St. Louis Rams, New York Giants, Arizona Cardinals. Jack. Jack. Oh, you did. Kurt Warner. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Warner is correct. Damn it. <laughs> Next one. 2009 to present. New England. Pittsburgh. Arizona. Cleveland. Oh, Jack. Steve. Jack. Jack, I think, was first. Brian Hoyer. Brian it. Hoyer it is it. correct. Um, this one's incredibly impressive, so I'm going to read the whole thing out. New England, Pittsburgh, Arizona, Cleveland, Houston, Chicago, San Francisco, <laughs> New England. That's impressive. Yeah, that is. Uh, I think actually as many teams as years, just about. Okay. 2002 to present. Arizona, Detroit. Oakland, Carolina, Chicago, Tampa Bay, Cleveland, New York Jets. Jamie. Jamie, go on. Um, Josh McCown. That is Josh McCown. Josh McCown. <laughs> okay, 2005 to present. New England, Kansas City. Jamie. Matt yeah. Well done, Jamie. Okay, 2010, sorry, uh, 2012 to present. Houston, St. Louis, Jack. Houston. Yes, Jack. Uh, it's not, it's not, it's not. No, you idiot. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> okay, I'll start it again. Houston, St. Louis, Houston, St. Louis. And then move with the team to LA. Minnesota. No, I know it. Steve. I know it. Yeah, Steve. Case Keenum. It is Case Keenum. Oh, well done. Good call. You are on two. Jack and Jamie have three each as we stand. <laughs> Next, 2002 to 2008. Detroit. Miami. Atlanta. New Orleans. Ooh. And there his career ended. Oh, uh, Jamie, Jamie, yeah. Joey Harrington. Yeah, well done. Oh, well done. Next, 2009 to present. New, uh, New Orleans, Kansas City, Philadelphia, New Orleans. Jack. Yes, Jack. Chase Daniels. It is. Well done. Nice. Ooh, that's, that's a good, good shout. <laughs> Okay, 2002 to 2012. Houston. Jamie. Yes. <laughs> David Carr. Uh, correct. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Number one pick, baby. <laughs> Number one pick in the entire franchise. Yeah. Uh, next one, 2005 to Cincinnati. My God, Cleveland has had some QBs. Oh, my God. Say that again. Washington, Oakland, Chicago, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Any guesses? What was the years again, sorry? 2005 to 2014. No. No one's getting this one. It was Jason Campbell. Ah. 
Okay, this next one, uh, we've got another eight team chat <laughs> coming up. Uh, 1988 to 2014. Jesus. Sorry, I said that wrong. 1988 <laughs> to 2004. Indianapolis. Jamie. Yes. Doug Flutie. Incorrect, you're frozen ah! out. Indianapolis, Tampa Bay, Phoenix, LA Rams, Houston Oilers, Atlanta Falcons, Chicago Bears, St. Louis Rams. Oh, I know it. I think I know it. Oh, no. Just okay, so I'm, I'm guessing neither Jack nor Steve know uh, it. But no. You... Is, 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 no, you guys don't know it? No, no. it's not Chris Redmond, is it? No, it's the right first name, Chris Chandler. Oh. No. Next, 2003 to 2012. Jacksonville, Atlanta. Jamie. Yes. Byron Leftwich. Uh, correct. You are cleaning up, and we are into the last. That's because it all just shows you how poor Atlanta have been at uh, quarterback. They've had nearly every single one of these in their team. <laughs> it does Mike, feel like blame, that. Mike, blame Mike Vick. And, along, <laughs> along, with Cle- along with Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Next one. 2013 to present. New York Jets. New York Giants. Jack. LA. Yes, Jack. Geno Smith. Geno yeah. Smith is correct, and the timer is up. Um, Mike Vick would have come up <laughs> later. Oh man! Um, but let me just do a bit of totting up. Steve, you got two. Jack, you yeah. got five. Yep. Yeah. Jamie, you got six. Well done, well done Jamie. Well done, that, that was your sweet spot, I think. Yeah. You won the, won the quiz. <laughs> you always say that. You always say that when I win. <laughs> Well, if it was running backs, I would have like wiped the floor. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> next time, running backs. Journeyman running backs. Uh, we've, yes. done, we've definitely done that on the long snapper. Yeah, I heard that. That, that was that was brutal on the long snapper. <laughs> right then. Hi right, guys, um, just a quick one. You can like, subscribe, pod, etc. Uh, leave a review. It really helps us out. Um, I know we've had some reviews recently, so thank you. Um, also, give the Long Snap Pod boys a listen, like, review, etc. They're great guys. Um, it's a great little podcast. Cheers, guys. Right, everyone, we're going to get into the start sits for week 13. Um, a lot of people are going to need wins this week as it all, well, it's the final push for the playoffs for everyone. So um, let's see if we can get some people some wins, guys. So I'm going to start off with the Saints at the Cowboys. Saints side of the ball, start everyone. <laughs> Don't be afraid. That's a high-powered offense. Cowboys side of the ball. Um, I'd start Zeke. Probably Amari Cooper. You can attack this Saints secondary. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd be starting Dak in this one. So I'd sit Dak, um, sit all the other Cowboys wide receivers, and probably sit both defenses. Fair Jamie, enough. Panthers at the Buccaneers. Um, I've got one sit. And that's the Buccaneers DST. That's the only one I want to sit on there. And I'm starting everyone on the Panthers and everyone on the on the on the Bucks for the simple reason that the Panthers need to get off this three-game losing streak. They need to win to 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 basically have a chance at the playoffs. Um, and the Bucks just don't really care anymore. They're going to fling it all over the place. So yeah, I would happily start Humphrey on the Bucks, even Godwin. 
Um, Cameron Brait obviously is a, he's he's probably a, a top twelve tight end going forward. So yeah, um, start everyone apart from the Bucks DST. All right, uh, Adam, we got the Bills at the Dolphins. Um, sorry about this. It's a bit yeah, tired by this one. That's all right. Um, oh, my my instincts say sit virtually everybody involved in this game. Um, <laughs> the, except, well, except the Bills' defense. Um, if you don't start them, you are insane. Um, they've they've looked good against the better teams as well. Um, not I mean, Miami, are sort of middling with their record, but I think their record flatters them a bit, although they've been uh, looked a bit better with Tannehill. Um, I mean, I don't think on the ground, in the air, there's there's anyone I'm... McCoy? I think, you could, pretty, I, think, McCoy? Yeah, I think you could probably flex McCoy in this one. The Dolphins are not good against the run. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm not yeah. happy about it, though. No, no, no. You could. Oh, Jamie, hello. Yeah, I'm here. You moved your caravan again. Yep. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> That's that one done. Uh, so we move on to the Bears at the Giants. Well, Jack's Chicago Bears at Jack's New York Giants. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, you didn't think this through, did you? No. <laughs> as I said, I was extremely hungover yesterday. I'm sorry. Like, and I worked. I worked on a hangover. Great. You know, it's a really good idea at the time. And Anyway, Bears. Start the Bears, D. Jack's Bears D. Start the Bears D. Um, I don't know if Trubisky's going to be back. I think you could probably start him if he is. The running backs, oh, it's just, it is one or the other, isn't it? I mean, the they Eagles both got. Flex? Yeah, they're both probably flex options. The Giants got run on by the Eagles, to be fair, in that mm. second half yesterday. Um, Giants side of the ball, he's definitely starting Barkley as long as Shermer doesn't decide to sit him for the whole of the second half like he did yesterday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, probably start Odell Beckham. Other than that, I don't think you can start much else on the Giants side of the ball. Bears, I think you could probably start Adam Robinson as well. Uh, Taylor Gabriel and Trey Burton. The Giants are, they like, like yesterday, they are suspect to Titans. So you could start Trey Burton in this game. Um, but that's it. I'd be sitting the Giants' defense. Jamie Colts at the Jaguars. This is going to be a good game. I had um, initially sit Blake Bortles, um, so I'm probably going to change that to. Well, the Jags have done that for you. Yeah, they've <laughs> they've already done it for me. Um, do you know what? I know this this might sound mad, but I if I were desperate, if I had Don't Trubisky, do uh, seriously, I'm, <laughs> I, I do this, Jack. If I were desperate and I had Trubisky and he didn't play and I could pick up Kessler to fill in, I wouldn't be happy, but I wouldn't be kind of thinking he's going to be as bad as Blake Bortles. Um, the, the guy is drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Colsey is sneaky good, and we've said it for ages, mate, but they can be had in the air. Um, you sit. I'm, with, I'm with you on that. I'm yeah. going to back you up. Thank you. Completely. Yeah, I, I do some very mad things, and Jack and Steve always laugh at me for it. So yeah. um, it's nice to have someone on my side for once. Um <laughs> Um, do you know what? Um, Mac is, is he in the concussion protocol, Marlon Mack? Because okay. I know he missed the end of the game. He was out the foot, out, went out in the fourth quarter yesterday. So, um, and I think it was for a concussion. So, uh, that's something to, to, to keep an eye on. Um, if he's fit, you start him. Um, you're going to sit the Jags tight ends and I'm sitting any wide receiver on the Jags that isn't the name Moncrief or Westbrook. Um, you start Fournette if he's not suspended. 
if he is suspended, then you start Carlos Hyde. I would start Yeldon is a deep flex. Um, and on the Colts side of the ball, you start T.Y. Hilton, Andrew Luck, Naheem Hines, um, Jack Doyle, and uh, Jamie's uh, Eric King, Eric Bloody Ebron. You start him. He is the, he's just the best high end in fantasy. That's no, all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Jack, oh, oh, he's oh. no targets apart from. He's oh, oh. Jack. Jack. Let's just go. I'm not going to say it now. I'm just going to wait to the Robbie Aguayo corner for that. Okay. Don't you worry about that. Right. So yeah, that's um, mine done. Adam, you get the Browns at the Texans. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm starting. Well, I'm. I'm starting Baker Mayfield. I'm probably starting him in just about any game now. Um, yeah. He looks like it sort of doesn't matter what he's up against. He just does different things. Um, they've got they've got weapons. I'm probably starting most of the Browns' offense, actually. Even Landry. Um, I would say. no. Uh, well, cer- certainly, certainly David and Joku. Yeah. Um, probably, probably Callaway. Yeah. Uh, depending on how deep deep you're like, looking. Yeah. Definitely Chubb. Um, yeah. Definitely, <laughs> definitely <laughs> Chubb. He is a without beast. doubt. Um, <laughs> On the Texans side, I mean, you're you're, you're going to start Hopkins in any game, obviously. Um, Deshaun Watson, you probably say the same thing. Uh, Lamar Miller, I'd probably start as well. Um, I'm not sure I'd go too much deeper um, with the Texans receivers. Um, PPR. Defenses. Oh um, yeah, maybe, maybe, PPT yeah. And PPR. Yeah, that's 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 a good shout. Uh, it's it's difficult where. It depends how much of a, a decoy Hopkins is going to be. Um, yeah. you, you tend to not know that until until the game. Um, defenses, you can see potential turnovers in in either of these, but yeah, I'm not that happy about either of them. But you'd you'd not necessarily shy away. That's me completely sitting on the fence on that. That's fine. I've, I've got a, speaking of defenses, I've got a new tactic on defenses, but I will tell you that later in the Robbie Guayo bit, Jamie. Oh, here we go! Oh, it's, it's all happening, mate. It's all Jack, happening in the Robbie Guayo. Jack, Jack loves defenses. Yes, he um, does. Is this draft one in the first round? Is that your yeah, new well, tactic? Yeah, yeah, because you behind, know, no I, second kicker in the first. I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, because I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> um, right, Cardinals at the Packers. Oh God. Uh, um, do you know what? I'm going to say it because he screwed me Do in the it. game in the league Do last it. night. Bench Aaron Rodgers. Yes! He absolutely screwed me in the league last night. The Packers, and it was Jack, the long you snap. Are, you are. The guy trash. is drunk this time. I'm sorry. It's, I'm not having but, that. It was the long snapper league. <laughs> he screwed me in it big time. Um, no, in all seriousness, you probably should start him. But. Um, <laughs> The Packers do seem to have switched their philosophy a bit. They seem to be committing to the run game a lot more. Um, it, there is something wrong with Rodgers. He doesn't look right. Um, I don't know if he's still carrying an injury or what. Uh, obviously, start Devontae Adams. Don't start anyone else on the Packers side of the ball, apart from Aaron Jones. Um, Cardinals. Ugh. <laughs> um, I think you could probably start Larry Fitz and DJ. Potentially Josh Rosen. If you're desperate in the deeper league format, I could understand it. Superflex. But don't start. Only either. in a superflex yeah. league, surely on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't start. There's no. There's defense. not enough production on that offense. No, no. Don't start either defense, and that is that one. Um, Jamie, speaking of offenses, you get the Rams at the Lions. Okay, right. I'm going to go on to my six. You sit 
the uh, Lions DST and you sit the Lions tight ends. Um, on the Rams side, you sit nobody uh, and you start every single person on the Rams. Um, they could have a field day on this. And on the Lions, you start in Stafford, Golladay. Um, and in kind of deeper leagues and kind of umming and ahhing flex consideration on uh, the Garrett, if uh, Karen Johnson's out, uh, Bruce Ellington, he saw, I think, seven targets and Theo Riddick. But that's, again, deeper, deeper league kind of flex. You wouldn't want to ideally start them. They do struggle against the run, the Rams. Yeah. Start, start Gary Blunt. Oh, he's, he's telling you. Go, <laughs> yeah, pick, go, go pick him up off the hey, waiver wire. They're, they're idiots. The Lions are idiots. But I, <laughs> Can I just have a little yes. smug yeah. moment? I, I One league, I started Blunt last week because yeah. I girly on a bye. I carry on Johnson, injured. Yep. Um, just had this weird gut feeling. Well, my options were limited. Um, <laughs> he, was, he was available. Um, I picked him up. Had to start him because I had nobody else and I felt incredibly good. And I'm just yeah. going to bench him or drop him immediately because you can't ride your luck too far. Yeah. Trade him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, I, I suspect the deadline's gone. Uh, um, trades at this time of year, as we know, um, can be a bit dodgy. Just, yeah, just, definitely. Just a little bit, especially in redraft. Yes, the, which this league is. Ah, yeah. Right. Adam, I'm going to switch this up because Steve gave me this game. But as you're on, we're going to you're going to get the Jets at the Titans. Ooh, okay. Um, oh, I'll start. I'll start with the Jets, and I'm. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to start anybody. Um, literally nobody. What Sorry, Craig, Titans? if you're about if you're listening. Yeah, what are the, the Titans like against the uh, Titans? Sorry. Uh... I don't watch enough of the Titans. <laughs> Your run game winds me up. Well, <laughs> Eric Ebron didn't do anything. <laughs> I, I just, I, it's more, more from the Jets side. They're, they're not consistent. Um, no. I'm not, I'm not fancying anybody there. Um, maybe their defense, uh, p- potentially. The, the trouble with the Titans, they're just too inconsistent to, to really know what, what yeah. you're going to get. I mean, there are plenty of, plenty of players I would probably start in this one. You know, Mariota. Uh, Corey Davis, running backs. Well, we don't want to go there, Jack, do we? Um, you, know, you could potentially get... I would get... flex both of them. I would flex you, both you, of you them. You could. But... You don't know what you're going to get, though. Um, no. And that's <laughs> that's the trouble. Um, the Titans have had a habit of turning up for the big games and going missing against in contests like this one. Yep. Um, so watch, watch that one. Uh, but you know, p- potentially some big points on... For some of those players, but it's it's a bit of a a bit of a crapshoot. Yeah, I'm um, I'm absolutely useless for advice on this, as <laughs> it's becoming clear because it's it's fantasy. It is a crapshoot. <laughs> I, I can't cover that up. I'll say one thing, guys, about tight ends. The the the, the Titans kind of have uh, allowed the least amount of yards to tight ends in this so far this year in 338 yards and zero touchdowns. Right, don't but stop. But, as I said, when I was going on about Ebron against, um, against the Titans, the Titans have literally faced one good tight end all year, apart from, obviously, Eric Ebron. And that's Zach Ertz, and he went off for, like, 110 yards. They faced the Dolphins, so they had, what, Gusecki? The Texans, God knows, 
strong Jag- stood out when we played the Patriots. Yes, the Jags. Yeah. What? Who's that? Almost Safarian Jenkins. The Eagles. Uh, Ertz went off for a hundred plus. The Bills. They didn't have a quarterback. The Ravens. It's a committee. The Chargers. Antonio Gates. The Cowboys. Jeff Swaim. And then the Patriots without Gronk. So they haven't faced any really good tight ends. So the stats say they're the best in the league against tight ends. Yes, they haven't allowed any touchdowns, but it's. I think the stats are slightly misleading. Slightly. I'm not saying they're not the best, but I think the stats show a little bit show that they're a little bit better than they are. I would be nervous, like Adam says. They're not consistent on offense, the Jets or anything. They've got nothing. So yeah, I'd be nervous. And yeah. that's that stat makes me nervous as well. So I'm not. I'm not starting. <laughs> I know what you mean. I, uh, I don't. I don't quite trust that stat on the tight ends anyway um it's it just depends how our game's schemed I, I would look at i tend to look at them with the receivers combined a bit more than perhaps you do that's but you know you're the you're the fantasy specialists um and that's what this podcast oh. is all about so i can't i can't <laughs> <laughs> um right let's get on to this one in fact this is why i wouldn't call us that bengals at the uh, broncos at the bengals um what a mistake we made in our Vampire League by taking Joe Mixon. Um, I hate to say it, boys. I did tell you so. Um, Adam, we told you we'd say it as well, didn't we, mate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, just, you, <laughs> you did, did a sick CMC who had a beast game yet again. Um, anyway, the AJ Green injury was unfortunate for that. But anyway, Broncos side of the ball. I think you can start pretty. I think you can start Case Keenum. It's that time of year. You can start Case Keenum. Wow. Um, you can start Sanders, um, Sutton. Definitely start the angry little dude, Philip Lindsay. Um, <laughs> the Bengals side, I mean, if I'm not confident in anything here. Tyler Boyd goes missing um, with AJ Green out. Joe Mixon is not impressive with AJ Green out. I mean, you're going to start Joe Mixon for where you drafted him, but I have no confidence in this Bengals team whatsoever. I think you start the Broncos D as well in this game. Bench. I would, I would start Boyd, but that's just me. But I wouldn't. He's got he's gone missing in two games since AJ Green's gone down. Last game he had eighty yards and a touchdown and should have had another fifty yards at the end. So he well, could have had hundred and thirty in a touch. I like I like Tyler Boyd. That's just me. I um, know he's I better don't like than him. AJ Green's there. Yeah, so he's, what I'm, yeah. saying is, I'm not confident in this offense at all. So I would start all your Broncos, including the defense. Yeah. And I would bench all your Bengals. But you will start Joe Mixon for where you drafted him. But yeah. if you've got a replacement, I'd bench him. Would you play Gus Gus Edwards or Joe Mixon? Gus Edwards. Yeah, agreed. So hold on, right. are you benching a stud, Jack? I am. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You hammered me for Spencer's that, and now you're benching. You have seen the likes, and I am so pleased. The Bengals are a trash team. That's why. So. Yeah, I I I disagree on Mixon. Uh, I think he's he's shown enough consistency. I mean, you're. Maybe being a bit clouded by Christian McCaffrey doing too much better. I don't know, but um, he, yeah, you've got you've got to have an absolute stud running backs to to consider benching Mixon. Even even with the Bengals looking as they are, he still he looks he looks really good at times. Yeah, he does. But I'm just nervous. I'm just saying I'm nervous. The Broncos D has been better. They they they, they, had, run D. they, they yeah they they've had that dodgy game against the Jets, but they've been pretty good on the run, against the run, sorry. So, I see where you're coming from, Adam, but I, I'm going along the lines that I would, if I've got someone there, I'm going to bench him. I think I think if you, if 
if Andy Dalton starts, you're more likely to start Mixon than you are if Driscoll starts. Yeah. Yeah. Right, that's, James. That's fair. Yeah. That's, that's enough of the Bengals. We don't need to talk about the Bengals. <laughs> um, J- Jamie, you get the Ravens at the Falcons. Looking forward to this game. Yeah, no, this should, this should be a, a, an in, interesting game to watch. The Falcons will probably lose it, of course, because that's what we do. Um, on the who am I sitting on the Ravens side? I'm sitting their tight ends because it's a committee and you can't trust any of them. You don't know who's going to get what. And the, about four weeks ago, and Steve yeah, yeah. me then you can start Andrews, but I told you not to get involved in it. Um, and the fact that they've got a running back who's playing quarterback doesn't really help. Um, on the How Falcons, dare you. he is great for fantasy. Sorry, yeah, but he, he's a garbage quarterback. He's great. He, he's basically. Jameis Winston 2.0. He's he's good for fantasy, but he's crap in real life. I used him in two leagues this week. <laughs> I used him over Carson Wentz in the league. Yeah, I know. Mate. That's why you, you you said that. Um, yeah. I'm I'm sitting the Falcons D, and I'm sitting Ito Smith. Um, starting on the Ravens side, you're starting uh, John Brown just for that deep bomb and the fact that the Falcons DBs are just pathetic. Trufon is just having a horrendous year. Um, you start Jackson, you start Gus Edwards because you can run all over us. Um, and dependent on if Alex Collins is isn't a healthy isn't a scratch on this game, I think the fact that I think they're going to run all over us, you could potentially start Collins in a very deep league if you needed to. He he could get you thirty yards and a touchdown, which isn't going to kill you. Um, and because the Falcons DBs are crap, you can probably start Crabtree. Um, on the Falcons side, it's it's basically the, the usual suspects. You start Ryan, you start Julio, you start Ridley, um, you start Hooper. The Ravens, they're okay against tight ends. They're not great. Um, Coleman, um, I would start him, but more of a flex. But don't expect to get many rushing yards. Look more receiving like I expected the previous week. So he might get you 40 receiving yards and a touchdown to go with like seven rushing yards. And um, uh, Sanu, you can start uh, in a flex consideration in PPR. Right, Adam, I'm going to give you a nice easy one here. Chiefs at the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there aren't many Chiefs that I'm not going to... Well, I say that. Yeah, I'm obviously starting Mahomes, Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, uh, Travis Kelsey. Maybe not any other receivers. Just it's it become it becomes a bit of a guessing game there. Um, obviously, starting their defense, who who've actually looked decent, but any mm. any defense against the Raiders, uh, the only Raider I'm probably starting is Jared Cook, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've always uh, Doug Martin sort of annoys me because you sort of think he he should do it. <laughs> well, he's probably on, done do- that his entire career. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not starting Doug Martin. Um, Jared <laughs> Cook. Other than that, no. Leaving, leaving them well alone. John, Gru- John Gruden annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, 49ers at the Seahawks for me. God, uh, start Russell Wilson. Uh, start, Ty- start Tyler Lockett. Start Doug Baldwin. Um, start Chris Carson. Did you see that flip? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was just mental. Um, Niners side of the ball. I think you can start George Kittle and Matt Brader. Maybe Pettis in a deeper league. Yeah, agreed. Um, but other than that, I think you probably start the Seahawks defense as well because the Seahawks defense is a little bit better than people think. Give it credit for. 
goal line uh, within their own in their own ten yard uh, ten yards from their goal line. They are they looked amazing against Carolina. Yep, their their D's looking good. And that was on the road as well. So yeah, right, Jamie, Chargers at the Steelers. Everyone, <laughs> li- literally, start everyone. <laughs> Every, you, 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 yeah, everybody. I, I, I'm, I really hope this is an amazing shootout of a game, and I expect that to be. So yeah, don't be afraid to start anybody, to sit yeah. anybody. Um, Adam, Vikings at the Patriots. Okay. Um, it's a great, another great game. I think yeah. it's, it, it ought to be. Um, Sits on Brady. Is... <laughs> well, potentially. Yeah, I would. Uh, absolutely. Um, he's not. You know, this is this is the thing, and it's. I tend to avoid Patriots in fantasy um, generally, which sits well with the fact it's the Patriots, but also because. They do unpredictable things, and the minute you think, "Oh, they're they're going to hand it off to Sony Michel all day," he's he's out the game, and Patterson's in at running back. Um, their receivers, I like Josh Gordon, um, I like Edelman, um, but it's again, it's just such a such a lottery. Um, the Vikings, obviously, you're you're going to start Diggs and Thielen. Um, you're probably starting Cousins against the Pats. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. Um, Dalvin Cook, I don't. It's, yeah, a bit too inconsistent. I think he's still struggling, struggling with his fitness. Is the old injury? Um, the thing about Cook is, if I'm right in thinking, what Steve has previously said is the Patriots are pants against receiving backs, and he looked good yesterday or last night, whatever it was, out of the yeah. backfield. So that's a potential thing. Um, and again, with the the Ravens having a very, very tough run D. Do you think Sonia Michelle is going to, they're going to use a lot of Michelle or would you think they're going to be more getting the ball out of Brady's hands quickly and into James White's hands? They will do exactly what the, the opposite of what you expect. Cause that's what <laughs> Belichick does. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I mean. Yeah. You, you, you get one thing in your head and that and apply it to fantasy and you've, you've lost your matchup because yeah. you're second guessing what they're going to do. Um, that doesn't help anybody. I apologize. I'm not, I'm not doing what I, my job is here and just convincingly saying something. <laughs> um, stick your neck out, stick your neck out. Tom Brady, sit him. I know I'm on board. I'm on board with that. Um, just because part, partly, well, Two or three years ago, everything's going through Brady. That's not necessarily the case anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if Brady's on, oh, anyway, who knows? Who knows? Right. My, my final <laughs> game, boys, uh, is the Redskins at the Eagles. I would start Carson Wentz in this game. Josh Adams, they, he looks very good. Um, yeah. I like him. Uh, definitely start Zach Ertz. <sighs> this Redskins secondary can be got at, so... I like Jeffrey, but he he laid another goose egg on me yesterday in the league. Um, in a very good matchup yesterday, so yeah, I think you could start Jeffrey, but it's just I'm nervous with it. I'm very nervous with the Eagles wide receivers all around now. Um, yeah, no, we we spoke about that. The fact the fact that Tate is seeing nearly three times as many targets as Jeffrey is a, yeah. is yeah, just yeah, it's weird. The, do you know? Just a quick one on that 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 trade. Yeah. <laughs> Is a no win for either team, isn't it? Really, it's exactly what we said. <laughs> exactly earlier. what we said yeah. earlier. Yeah, you're. Uh, it's mental. Um, 
Redskins um, start AP. <laughs> That's about it. Um, and I wouldn't be confident in that because this Eagles run B is, despite what Barkley done to them, is pretty good. Uh, uh, I add two others. Yeah, tight ends. I, I yeah, would I would start, start Jordan, Jordan Reed as well. Yeah. And Vernon Davis in a deep league if you've got yeah. someone out like, uh, I don't know, you've got OJ Howard out on IR and you couldn't pick up Cameron Bray. Don't get involved with the wide receivers here, the nope. Redskins. Um, and I think you maybe could potentially start the Eagles D, but I'm, again, it's something I'm not confident about. I think there's better options at that as well. Agreed. Right, that's so our week 13 starts it. There's no teams on buys, and um, good luck, everyone. And well, one week or two weeks away from the playoffs. Um, yes. Unless you play your final in week 17, which you're a madman if you do. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right guys it's now time for you to come to the original corner the one the only the robbie aguayo <laughs> corner um where definitely we... definitely not aob yeah definitely <laughs> not <AOB>. that <laughs> <laughs> whether it's uh, likely to be a hit or more than likely than not a wide wide right miss um jack um you got a hit or a miss or both or or whatever go for it I got a couple of hits actually. So my first hit is pat on the back to myself. My defense streaming this week about ninety percent of my leagues. I had the Bears D, or well, you all know, you know, you know about my Bears D love anyway. Um, but I also chose the Saints D because I've got a new tactic um, in fantasy for defenses, and that is it's not just an attack on the Falcons, Jamie, but I'm trying to sort of steer my way towards high-scoring games, but going for the better D in the game, so to speak, um, rather than, because I used to pick on quarterbacks, so I'd always try and stream against Jacksonville or, <laughs> you know, the the Broncos in case Keenum, um, you know, that. so that's my new little tactic, so a little pat on my back there, um, you know, how's the Jags defense working out for you all? <laughs> <laughs> um, and my other hit is, as I said earlier, I had a rotten hangover yesterday, but I managed to get into work and still work, um, but, I went to a boxing event on Saturday night for cancer research. I don't know if you know, um, ultra white collar boxing. It's a, especially the amateurs, they just, they train for eight weeks, then get yeah. in the ring and beat each other up. <laughs> it's pretty good when you're on the other side of the ring, to be honest. Yeah, I bet it is. Uh, um, no, it was a good night. Um, you know, loads of money raised. I think in the end, there was about £8,000 raised for cancer research, which is That's pretty great. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, so yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Great night. And, um, yeah, um, don't think I'd have the bottle to get in there, but <laughs> we, we'd all pay to see it, mate. We'd all pay I'm, to see it. I'm sure you would. I'm sure you would. <laughs> You'd raise a lot of money for charity. Yes. Let's just say that. You would. Can it be against an Eagles fan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we could. We could arrange that. Yeah. I'm sure we could. I'm sure we could. Is that is that all you've got for us, mate? Um, yeah, yeah, I've already said my miss. Um, you, you boys choosing Joe Mixon over CMC, but there you go. There we go. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll, uh, I'll go on to to me, and uh, I've got a hit, oh, two hits, and a miss, which I'll leave to the end. Which I think I'm surprised you haven't jumped two misses that you haven't jumped all over Jack. I'm very um, 
at the minute. I'm, you know, I'm not too, you know, I'm not too down at the minute. I'm very cheerful and happy. We, we like happy Jack. We like happy yeah. Jack. Good, uh, good. My first hit is Theon Jones should be back for the Falcons this week. God blimey, has he been missed by us? But if I'm brutally honest, I'd rather you just shut him down for the rest of the season. Don't get him injured um, and keep him ready for next year. But it'll be good to see him back if he does start next week or this week, in fact. Uh, the next one is uh, King Eric Bloody Ebron scoring two more touchdowns and seeing more targets than, than Jack Jack Doyle. Jack, <laughs> I, I believe you and Steve owe me a pint for that. Yeah, Telling right. me that Eric Ebron was going to get less points than Jack Doyle in DFS this week. Ooh, uh, live and learn, mate. Live and learn. I, I'm not drinking for a while after <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got two misses. Um, the first one is pretty simple. Donald Trump's just just for being a bell end. <laughs> and the second one is Matthew Berry. Oh, what's done? What's done? Well, that's why I haven't said nothing because he's blocked me. <laughs> Matthew Berry is trying to remove kickers from ESPN Fantasy. Oh, I saw that. Matthew, oh, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. Over Matthew. There. Yeah, yeah. Kickers fucking matter. Right. Remember that, you bellend. <laughs> right, I'm done. Right, on to you, Adam. What's, what, what have you got, hit or miss? Um, a couple of things. Well, it could be a hit or miss, and I will know in the morning I'm going to get up for... Tennessee at Houston tonight. Fingers Ooh. crossed to get a massive, massive must-win game. Is not even well. I couldn't stress that enough how important that is with the way the AFC South is. Anyway, um, a little hit got Madden 19 at the weekend. A couple yeah. of games with the with the lad, um, enjoying that. Uh, obviously, not a lot's changed. Seems to be fewer random interceptions. But that might just be complete fluke in the first couple of games that we'll see. <laughs> um, a, a miss that I'm. How should I put this? It's it's probably an attack on. We've probably all done this. A, 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 and as a fantasy football co- podcast, you will have done this. So forgive this, Scott Hansen. You will be guilty of this. Forgive me. Um, but plenty of less intelligent people would have done the same thing. It seems to be like a saying after say Christian McCaffrey's torn it up against Seattle and then you'll see tweets going congratulations well good on you if you've started McCaffrey in one of your leagues this week if you've got McCaffrey you will have started him like he's not sitting on any benches keeping them warm um on the flip side um Jeff uh is it Jeff Driscoll the backup quarterback for for the Bengals comes in and you'll see Oh, any anyone who's picked him up and started him in fantasy will have racked up a few points. Nobody will have started <laughs> Jeff Driscoll in fantasy. Stop <laughs> saying these stupid things. You know, if you've got McCaffrey or you know Odell Beckham or DeAndre Hopkins, you are starting them in fantasy. You're not benching them. J- Jamie would. Jamie, Jamie <laughs> doesn't believe in studs, do you, Jamie? I've, I've, I've dropped Zeke before. <laughs> You know, you're a madman, <laughs> and I and I and I got better production from my other guys. Yeah, I, I'm. James I've got man. Todd Gurley in a couple of leagues. I even consider playing him on his bye week. That's how. <laughs> that's how far. You know, how far this goes. Oh, and I do like the fact that um, you 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 think the podcast is such a wide broadcast that Scott Hanson Scott Hanson listens to us, so you feel like you need to apologise. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I know I know we we have quite a few listeners. I'm just not sure if he listens. Well, Matthew Berry does. Yeah, because he's a. <laughs> yep, you know what? <laughs> I imagine if he's listened to the start of this, he didn't get onto my um, 
AOB. I'm going to deliberately call it that um, because it's what it is. I've been done. I've been waiting to get on and do that. <laughs> He's coming at us. He's coming. Uh, He's we're coming. in this. We're in yeah. this. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> we're in there, shall we? Yeah. Massive, massive, uh, massive thanks to Adam for coming on tonight. I'm sorry I joined late, um, but my daughter was having none of it tonight. So, um, but you know, I got her off eventually. So, um, do you want to give your? I have one of those. <laughs> I know, know exactly how that feels. She just wanted to dance all night for some reason, which is just bonkers. But there you go. Um, <laughs> did you want to give yourself a plug, Adam? Obviously, long snap pod and everything. Nah. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> done that. Fair enough. Any, anyone who listened to this probably knows who I am. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're thinking the other guy. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter at kickers underscore better. Um, our handles are all on there. Our website is kickersmatterfantasyfootball.co.uk. Not that we do anything with it at the minute. <laughs> this this off-season is going to be quite big for that. We've got to get it all sorted out. And... Yeah, we need to make it a lot easier. Um, yeah. We are sponsored by Saks Underwear, Jamie. <laughs> and, and Cherry's Berries. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just do an hour of advertising? Now? Oh, my God. <laughs> They send it there. Yeah. Thanks, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you, Adam. Cheers. Yeah, cheers Loved it as always. <laughs> cheers, guys. Awesome.